Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Will Medina Spirit run the Preakness? That's the question. Trainer Bob Batford said the Kentucky Derby winner will still run at Pimlico on Saturday despite testing positive for an anti-inflammatory drug. But the Maryland Jockey Club said it is still reviewing the situation before making a decision on Medina Spirit's status. Also this week, remember, the NFL releases its schedule Wednesday night. This is your morning buzzcast for Monday, May 10th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody had a good weekend starting another week. Well, the big news over the weekend, it seems like the NCAA wants to try and go on the offensive on name, image, and likeness. NCAA President Mark Emmert made the media rounds over the weekend and said that he will be meeting with Washington leaders this week, senators and congressmen, concerning NIL legislation. He said he still wants Congress or the NCAA to act, as the NCAA is obviously feeling more and more pressure from the number of states enacting laws that start on July 1st. And although proposals on NIL are circulating on Capitol Hill, it doesn't seem like any federal bill will pass in 2021. If Congress doesn't act, Emmer said he wants the NCAA to approve new rules before or as close to July 1st as possible. There are two upcoming meetings that could be very meaningful. One's May 19th, One is in late June. These meetings will determine how the NCAA would manage this system. There is still a lot of details to work through, including how to monitor outside third parties and more details on how the new system will function. But as I read it here, Emirate and the NCAA seem tired of waiting and they're tired of seeing states get the upper hand and they're tired of being on the defensive. So they're making a proactive effort to try to pass NIL legislation on or before July 1st. Let's see how Emmert's meetings go this week. Let's shift to some news around hockey because the Wayne Gretzky watch continues. The New York Post reported over the weekend that ESPN is reportedly out on signing Gretzky to join its NHL coverage, but that Gretzky could land at TNT as an analyst for its NHL studio coverage, playing a role similar to what Charles Barkley plays on Inside the NBA. I think that's going to be a very tough act to follow. I've really never seen that type of personality from Gretzky. But regardless, TNT and Wayne Gretzky in talks, sources said that if a deal is done, Gretzky could get up to $5 million a year. So let's keep an eye on Wayne Gretzky's negotiations to join TNT's NHL coverage. You know, we talked on Friday on the Buzzcast about the appeal of Canelo Alvarez, and he may be the most underrated draw in all of sports. He really might. Look what he was able to do on Saturday night at AT AT&T Stadium in Texas. He was single-handedly the draw that broke a 40-plus-year-old boxing record as 73,000 fans 
watched his knockout win over Billy Joe Saunders in a super middleweight title fight. It marked the largest crowd for an indoor boxing event in U.S. history. It surpassed a previous record of 63,000 set in 1978. But fans came to see Alvarez. He is easily one of the top fighters in the sport. He's one of the few fighters that can bring in huge crowds. And his following, especially among Mexican fans, is incredibly powerful. And that was evident again on Saturday night. Let's shift to new investments because a group of well-known investors, including Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman's 35 Ventures and Elena Deladon are part of a 3.5 million seed funding round in the newly launched media platform, Just Women's Sports. So Just Women's Sports will use the funding to build out its executive team, its production team, and its editorial staff. Now, Just Women's Sports was founded by former soccer player Haley Rosen last year as a way to devote full coverage to women's sports. Haley Rosen was a member of SBJ's New Voices Under 30 class last December, and now her company gets $3.5 million in funding to help accelerate its growth. You know, if you're looking at more fallout from the Super League, we may want to follow the money. You know, there's been a lot of questions if anything could force the Glazer family to sell the United. Well, if they suffer major economic hits, it could, it could impact their thinking. Reports over the weekend had United losing out on a proposed new training kit deal worth nearly $300 million over 10 years. So Manchester-based company, the Hutt Group, had concerns about the supporters' campaign to boycott the United's commercial sponsors in protest of the Glazier's ownership. So the Hutt Group pulled out of its deal that was set to start on July First, they were concerned about the public pressure on its business by angry United fans. And so the Hutt Group is first, but if additional sponsors pull out of their support of the United, that could really ramp up the pressure on the Glazier family. Congrats to teams in Chicago and Portland over the weekend. They became among the last markets in the United States to welcome sports fans. The Blackhawks had 3,800 fans at United Center on Sunday. The Bulls welcomed back 3,300 fans to United Center on Friday night. Meanwhile, the Trailblazers welcomed fans back to the Moda Center on Friday night. Only about 1,900 fans were uh, allowed, but the Blazers became the 29th team out of 30 NBA teams to host fans this season, the only team right now opting out of having fans this season, the Oklahoma City Thunder. And let's end the buzzcast like we normally do on two names in the news. First, a hat tip to longtime Washington Post sports reporter Tom Boswell, who is retiring after 52 years with the company. You know, I've spent many hours reading his insight, his analysis, his insider perspective, especially on baseball. Fantastic, talented journalist. Boswell said he didn't want to see the signs of an upcoming retirement, but he wrote, quote, over the past year, with the pandemic and five eye surgeries, I've gradually gotten the memo sent from me to myself. This is the appropriate time, end quote. Boswell's last day will be June 30th. And in a must-read from over the weekend, the Wall Street Journal's weekend conversation was with Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment CEO Scott O'Neill, who talked about his upcoming book, Be Where Your Feet Are, which chronicles lessons he's learned along his life and career. He talks about failures in his life and says, quote, failure is the best teacher. It's just not a fun teacher, end quote. 
Scott O'Neill began writing the book, which is due out in June, several years ago after his father died and his best friend committed suicide. You know, I think it's impressive and appreciated to see Scott O'Neill be so raw and honest in his comments and his remarks and his feelings. You know, he's one of the true leaders in sports, and this book will be a must-read for many in the sports business. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, May 10th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great start to their week. Stay healthy, be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.